Hey, Angela here. Before we begin this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Substack community, where you'll get more founder profiles, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, first access to all my original work, and access to our community group chat. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I love and appreciate your support. It's awesome to see all your comments, email responses, and reactions. I'm happy to share this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. This video is sponsored by Blackology Coffee Company. Hey guys, what's up? This is Angela from Honey and Hustle. And on this episode, I traveled down to my hometown, Columbus, Georgia, right next to Phoenix City, to speak with Kevin and Bonnie Rayerman of the Georgia Soap Company. I've been a huge diehard fan of Georgia Soap Company for some years now. I actually only exclusively use their soap since about 2016. So I'm very familiar with their business, very familiar with how they work and their products. And I just love what they're doing in the community and love the products that they create. Um, so I was really, really happy to get down to Columbus and have them on the show. Um, in this episode, I physically will not be in it uh, because of social distancing and just in their office space, it was a little bit tight. It just really wasn't possible to have a two camera setup. Um, so I just decided to focus on them and have them tell their story for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you again to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. I hope you check out some of their winter items, their hot cocoa, their holiday coffee blends, all those great things. And yeah, hope you guys enjoy the video. Check them out, Georgia Soap Company, and we'll jump right into it. I'm Bonnie Rearman, and I am the co-owner and co-founder of Georgia Soap Company. And we started the company in 2010, early 2010, after I had experimented with making homemade soaps and other body products in response to our daughter who had very sensitive skin, had eczema, and I had started doing some research on the products that we were using on her and decided that I wanted to make products that didn't have a lot of those harmful ingredients. And so after a lot of failed batches and a lot of experimentation, um, we decided and agreed on a direction that we wanted to, to take a company. So there was a, a set of ingredients, a big set of ingredients that we said we would never use. Um, one of them being soy, one of them being fragrances. And we set forth to, to make a company that um, we would be proud of and that we felt safe using on our family. Yeah, and, and so I'm Kevin Rareman. I'm also the co-owner and co-founder. And so when we started making our products, you know, it was a response to our daughter's eczema. 
there really wasn't a truly all natural product that, that was out there. Um, a lot of the products had a lot of uh, heavy preservatives and synthetic ingredients and fragrances. Even though they really said that they were all natural, they really weren't all natural. And so it was really almost, it was almost like an accident with this, with, with the company. And um, because we were just trying to help our daughter with her eczema and then we started giving it to friends and family and they loved it and and we did like one little market days actually and we made it like a hundred dollars and we were like oh my gosh but cool and then we did another show and and uh you know we ended up making more and so we're like hey we may be on to something and that's you know we used to call our daughter the earth baby and so we started the company as Earth Baby Soap Company, and because she was the Earth Baby. And so, but when we started the company, as Bonnie said, is we wanted to do the right thing with, with the company. Uh, we just, what we believe in is, we don't, we don't believe that products should be full of harmful chemicals. But, um, so that's why we started making these products but then we wanted to take it a step above. And there was so many, if we're like, we're gonna start a business, you know, we we felt like so many other businesses, people spent their hard earned money and they didn't treat them the way that they should be treated. And so we said that we were gonna create this company and we were gonna operate it by the golden rule to treat people the way that we wanna be treated. So you'll see that we go above and beyond with with our service. I mean, we considered quitting because we were just so invested in the name Earth Baby and what it meant to us and what it meant to to our followers. And so I remember walking out of that attorney's office and we just both felt so dejected. And and then um, it was actually it was actually maybe the next day or so that we maybe we both slept on it and we said you know this this could actually be pretty good i mean georgia's soap company was available um it takes a little bit longer to get that type of a trademark because it has a a, a location um, as part of the name but um, it actually was available for us to to try and grab and so we decided to do that and um right away we started to see some some pretty good return from that because when people look for natural products they might say soap natural soap in Georgia they might google Georgia natural soap and of course we were immediately one of the first things to pop up so I think it really really helped our online business yeah and so one of the things is that as I said that we wanted to be above and beyond with our service before is with Earth Baby a soap company we we used to call our customers earth babies and so we'll still get some of our veteran uh customers that will say hey i'm an earth baby and so we wanted to call them earth babies because a customer is they're not just a customer they're more to us than that and we really really care about our customers uh so we call them earth babies we felt like that that would um 
you know, signify that they're more special than just a customer. And they're not just a customer. They're important to us. And um, when we switched over to Georgia Soap Company, you know, our, our whole vision was to create this big company. And we wanted, we want our, our products to be made in Columbus, you know. And so everybody was like cheering us on when we were Earth Baby Soap Company. And you're, you're probably wanted to put, when we created our logo, we have Columbus, we have Columbus in our logo. And so that really meant a lot. And it was kind of like thanking everybody for all their support. Like our commitment to yeah. Columbus, like, hey, Columbus, we're still here. We still see you. Our products, so. products are made in Columbus, Georgia. They're made in the USA. So um, that is amazing. Yeah, I've, I always say, hey, did you include your love notes? And, yeah, that's, <laughs> and, and that's have a lot of people that yeah. comment on that. And it's something that we just got to keep doing. Sometimes we have Nyla write them. Yeah. So, so I mean, that, yeah, the love notes <laughs> are, are really important to us. I mean, it takes extra time and everything. But like I said, is, you know, we really want to go above and beyond for our customers. Um, and so doing that little love note just shows that, you know, hey, thank you so much. You know, the biggest compliment to us is when you buy our products. So I, I wanted to, uh, you know, write a little note to them. Now, as we get bigger and bigger, you know, as I really want to keep those love notes too as well. I mean, my, my hand is uh, starting to get tired now. But, you know, if we get big enough I may maybe hire some interns as, as well to kind of no, to write some of these love notes or they're going to be doing I everything be else that. they're going to be doing everything else because my hand's going to fall off yeah. because some of these letters I, I write some long letters sometimes <laughs> but it's it's pretty cool yeah. started in our kitchen so I used to make these little cedar boxes to make to make the soaps for the you know molds. to make the molds for her and so we started in our kitchen and then we used to let them cure like in our in a in a room within our house there uh, they cure for six weeks so it takes a long time and so we had Nyla I mean she's she's small and everything and then we started expanding more and more and we actually moved out of that house and so then we moved to a new house and then we just got so lucky. Into an old house. Yeah, into an 1840 house. <laughs> and so the house next door to us, you know, that went up for sale and that was like a 1900-ish house. And so we had Nyla, she was small and we needed more space. So we used to make our products, we bought that house and that's where we would make our, our products out of that house. We wouldn't have any, uh, we barely had heat. I mean, we, we had to keep costs down. Uh, AC, AC, we were running on fans. We were portable heaters when we're there. I mean, we were bundled up and it's crazy what, I mean, the, the things that we would do. And we were just all on the adrenaline from believing in this company and then when people say, say, hey, you guys are awesome or we love your products, that really gives us the energy, you know, to keep going. 
And so now we've been in business, uh, I mean, we were over 10 years. And so we feel we can't give up. And we're the manufacturer. And so now we just wholesale it to the Posh Peach. We've been with them since they started and everything. And they're amazing. I mean, they're family to us. And so we go out of our way for, for them and they go out of their way for us. They're real loyal to us and we appreciate that. There was, a, I mean, there was a time though that we were really doing it all. Well, we were trying to grow the online business where we we're at once the manufacturer, the wholesaler and the retailer. And then we were doing consignment as well. And then for several years, there was, I think I counted 75 or 76 take up and take down shows that we did yeah we did yeah like, we did shows all over the place we would double and triple dip on the weekends so we did all the made in the south ones we did hummingbird festival the georgia um cotton, cotton pick and festival, fair the christmas made in the south yeah christmas made in the south all in the whole tour so they're all in different states and so yeah i mean we were doing 70 something shows in the year and plus we had full-time jobs because it's you don't realize how much money that goes into a business and so the good thing is that we were working full-time jobs as well so when we talk to the customers we can really be truthful with them and say hey try our four ounce uh, body butter and if you like that then you can move to our eight ounce you know and it's like they're like blown away because don't you want to push this thing you know eight ounce and uh well, kevin's been known to have a pretty big heart though too when somebody comes up to him and they're you know they obviously need our product and he's like gosh you know just take it yeah <laughs> like, we, we see do we so see much. so much eczema and so much psoriasis it's crazy the products that are out there i'm telling you is there's so much preservatives and they want it to to stay on shelves forever you know because it's about the money it's about making money and you know we just believe that money will come by doing the right thing now it's a lot slower process than you know but we can sleep at night as long as we can sleep at night that's that makes us us feel good so, I mean, as a result of that, though, we've had to turn some things down. We had to kind of to pull back on some things that that we thought that we wanted to do in favor of doing something else. Like um, we had actually gotten into a boutique hotel and I mean, it was the biggest compliment to we we went through this whole design. We came up with huge, huge hotel. We came yeah. up we came up with our lotion yeah. as a response to that need. Yeah. So our shampoo, conditioner, and lotion was came about because we actually got into a hotel, yeah. and it was um, a subsidiary of the Hyatt. And so, really, really super excited about that. They agreed the the volume was going to be huge for us, and we we just thought we were mm -hmm. just rolling in the dough. Mm -hmm. And then we started really, really looking at the numbers and how much they needed us to come down yeah. on the cost, and then we we realized that we would pretty much just be working to supply this one hotel because of the, our process in making it. It's at the time 
very little of it was, or none of it was automated. We at least have some labelers now that we can, yeah. we can use to label some of the bottles, but, yeah. um, but yeah, at the time it, it would have just taken all of our time and we would have just, just been making a mm -hmm. fraction of a cent per little bottle. And so, so, so uh, not to interrupt, but so in response, in response to that, you know, we had that, that big hotel we we couldn't produce so it's like we had it's like we we got this hotel this big hotel early in our process and everything we got them too early and um and so we couldn't produce because we didn't have the equipment um you know we everything was so manual and if we would have had to do that manual we would have been losing so much money we are our hands would fall off and, and everything like that. So it's unfortunate that that we had to go back to them and tell them no. And this was a huge deal that we were gonna have. And so that kind of woke us up that, hey, we need to think bigger and think, you know, we don't wanna lose a deal like this again. And so that's when we started expanding um, and thinking bigger and that's where we started um you know trying to do more not so so manual we still do a lot that's that's manual um however out of that deal we did end up getting the state park deal like fdr state park and so we are doing their hospitality products for fdr state parks and and a lot of others uh, Georgia State Parks as, as well yeah. yeah and I can't say enough about FDR Park I mean um, the park ranger Desmond Timmons is amazing and I met him because we did a show it was probably our worst show ever that we ever did but I met him was that snowing and yeah it Did was it like all kinds of stuff it was nobody was even there and uh, but I met Desmond and we just bonded so good and and we've had it up, had our products in FDR State Park and we were able to fill we were able to do that but we weren't able to do this um, Hyatt Hotel and so that kind of got our feet a little wet and knew that we needed to to get bigger. To just explain for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, so America's Mart is where is where people go for B2B deals, so business-to-business -business deals. So that's where companies like us, or even bigger companies, will go and meet retailers, meet buyers for retailers. And, and so, yeah, our first America's Mart, and it's very expensive to do as well. I mean, this is something that, that you really hope for a return on your investment. Yeah. And um, yeah, we yeah, took so we, we took a big chance. We took a big chance by going there and and investing a lot of money, like you said. But and, our first, I guess it was probably our first or second day we met um, buyers from Bed Bath and Beyond. Actually, it wasn't even a buyer; it was some vice president of marketing, and he saw our product and really really liked how it looked it looks very similar to what it does now as far as our packaging but um 
yeah, he was really interested in, in the whole um, homegrown, Georgia-grown product for his Georgia stores. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, I, and, you and Suzanne yeah. had gone off for lunch and was, just left me yeah, there by myself. Funny. And then they came by, and I'm the most introverted mm -hmm. group of the bunch, or b person of mm -hmm. the bunch, and um, I had to suck it up because I yeah. was like, ooh, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. But, but prior to that, as we put together an all-star team, and so we had me and Bonnie, and we had wonderful uh, salespeople that had a lot of experience as, as well. We had a production manager. And so we were kind of like uh, in the midst of, of moving here from, you know, uh, from moving house. from the soap house to, to here. So we put this, uh, the production manager that we have is incredible, incredible. I cannot say enough about him. And, and then his wife as, as well. And so we had, we had a great team. And so that's really important to put together a good team. It really matters having that team. And so Bed Bath & Beyond, Bonnie spotted Bed Bath & Beyond. And so he kind of was looking at our product and then Bonnie just started talking to him. Completely out of character. For yeah. Me complain because she's an introvert and so you know he he was interested in our product and then I want to say one night he called and said that a buyer was going to come tomorrow tomorrow however we need for you to totally redo your your packaging and doing doing the look and so we we're like oh my gosh you know and that's where we had the all-star team because all of us came together and Bonnie really, I mean, she had to do the graphic design part. She's, you know, we wear many hats and she's just been a, a an amazing graphic designer for us. Yeah. And so they, they gave us the call at maybe like seven or eight o'clock at night and said that they were gonna come in the morning and they needed that, the whole redesign. So we like stayed up most of the night, probably all, almost all the night, and, and we re redesigned our packaging and they should, we sent it to them and the buyer loved it. And so then they started putting us in like some test stores. Well, I mean, test. Th there was a lot that went in before we could do that though, mm -hmm. because we were thinking that this was in July. So we were thinking that maybe by the following July that we would be able to get in in time for the following um, holiday yeah. season. Yeah. But they wanted us in for that holiday yeah. season, which they were going to start buying for in just a couple of months. And so we hustled and hustled and we, we figured out the whole barcode thing, which is which was whole not easy. Arena. We figured out the the EDI system, which is, um, which is a, a way that you, that big companies order from vendors like yeah. us or, or like anyone. So it's kind of this whole, I don't want to say underground, but kind of a whole thing that not a lot of people know about it. It's, it's something you need to subscribe to. It's something you need specialized equipment for, yeah. and it's a set of rules that you have to follow it in order to 
Um, and it's specific per company too, so they have your their own requirements and how they want you to box and label things so that yeah. they can receive yeah. them properly in their shipping and receiving department. Yeah. But yeah, so all of those things and then yeah. and then producing the volume that was needed and then we got it out in time for Black Friday. Me and Bonnie, we got computer background. We got our production manager who's able to who's had experience in producing large amount of volume. Now our soap takes six weeks. So it's like, okay, we gotta, you know, if, if we run out of soap, we're done. And so we get penalized if we don't produce. Uh, we got SLAs, service level agreements that we have to meet. There's all this stuff that we had to learn and it's just, it's amazing just what you know all this stuff like we look pretty relaxed right now but holy cow it's a different stage it's yeah. a different arena mm -hmm. to sell at that level with that volume and that expectation and and then also we had we had specialized displays made that would fit on their yeah. end cap so we had we had sheet metal displays that just were just shipped one out today. It was like this one, but it was but really pretty. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really? sharp. I, I sent one out today. We were just sure that, um, or we were very hopeful that we're going to have, have to just order a thousand of these. Um, but we started off with 30, I think 30 of them. Yeah. And so there were sheet metal um, displays that perfectly fit. We had to design the, them too. So you designed I designed these, it. These things. Yes. So I'm like, you're having to do all that too. But success is fleeting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because it's always, you know, what have you done for me now type thing. And so it's, we, what we've learned is we can reach these milestones. Like I remember at one time in the beginning, our dream was to have our own store. And then, oh. and then we got our own store. We're like, okay, well now what? Well, we got to keep it open. Well, we got to keep mm -hmm. it clean. We got to keep it stocked. We got to keep it staffed. And so what we've learned throughout this process, including getting the Bed Bath & Beyond deal, it's like, okay, well, we need to keep them ordering. We need to introduce new things. Yeah. We need to keep our product fresh. Yeah. We need to change out our labeling. <clears throat> so we, what we've learned is you can't sit idly by and just, no. just collect money. You know, that's just not yeah. how it works. No. And so it's, you just can't be complacent. And I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons we've learned too is. Yeah. You're always thinking of the next step. And so my brain is always going, you know, and just always thinking of, you know, how do we stay ahead? You know, what's the next step? What's, what do we need to do next? And, and I'll, t I'll tell you another thing is that, you know, God was watching over us. You know, we don't use God as, as to say, Hey, you to know, market our to market our products yeah. or anything like that. But God has really like looked out for us because there was times when we were going to quit our job and just open up the store and it would have been the horrible, uh, a terrible move. In hindsight, yeah, that yeah. would have been the biggest disaster for there, us financially. There, there was there was times when we wanted to give up because we were so tired and everything. And, uh, you know, our family has sacrificed so much, you know, as, as that. But we've always been good to our family. We've been family people and, 
and uh, but God has really led us and we kind of like listen to him and and he's put things in our path and you know there was times when we were just going to give up and then all of a sudden we get a call from a company or something like that or Bed Bath & Beyond or someone gives us a five-star review or something. Mm-hmm. It could be something just completely small and seemingly yeah. insignificant, but those those comments that we get, or when somebody leaves good feedback on yeah. the Square app, it's like, oh, I love it, I live for yeah. it. It's- We've had people, so we have had people come crying to us and how we've helped their eczema and psoriasis many, many times. And there's people that swear to our products how we've changed their life and uh, they've been suffering with eczema and psoriasis for so many years and and even some of these dermatologists couldn't even you know they would give them steroids and everything and uh, we we look at trying to hit the root cause in a lot of our products like I said it's it contains so much chemicals in there um, you know, we're, we're not making any medical claims. We can't make any medical claims or anything like that. But we have really seen people, you know, just the testimonials have been, been amazing. And so, but we still do market days. And so that's where we, that's like where we started. And so we, we never thought that we were gonna be too big for our bridges. And so I like to go to market days. I've been doing market days for over 10 years. And so I've created, I've had so many friends from market days and I know everybody on the streets, you know, so, and they come up to me and they, you know, I just, I I love making them smile and make them happy and just act crazy. And I like to get their feedback about our products. And I just really want to be involved in the community. And so I do, I do market days still and uh, just, you know, just to show, just to stay humble.